This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, COVID fraud leads to indictments, convictions, and millions recovered thanks to the efforts of the DHS OIG. Leaders at OPM search for better ways to support their hybrid workforce. And DOD wants to know what it costs to wear a uniform. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Pandemic-related fraud has kept the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Inspector General busy since January 2020. The DHS OIG has received nearly 7,700 complaints related to the COVID-19 response. In a semi-annual report to Congress, the IG says the complaints resulted in 379 so-called high-impact investigations. The work has helped lead to 48 indictments, 29 convictions, and $7.9 million in recoveries, restitutions, or fines. The DHS OIG is one of nine federal IG offices participating in the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. Congress wants the Defense Department to figure out exactly how much it costs to wear a uniform. The 2023 National Defense Authorization Act directs the DOD to figure out how often its service members are replacing their uniforms and how much individual members pay out of pocket for uniform expenses. Based on that information, DOD will consider whether to give enlisted service members a higher uniform allowance and whether officers should start getting extra money for uniforms. The Pentagon has four months to complete the study and offer a recommendation. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, or USCIS, wants to hear from the public before significantly increasing its fees for certain services. It plans an online public listening session next Wednesday at 2 p.m. on the proposal. The agency is looking to raise fees by $532 million per year over the next 10 years. That's what USCIS, a mainly fee-funded agency, says it needs to cover its costs. A request for a naturalization hearing, for instance, would jump from $700 to $830. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is ready to make grant funding for IT systems even easier for states to obtain. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. CMS is testing a continuous authority to operate, or continuous ATO, as part of its DevSecOps pipeline for its EAPD product. The Electronic Advanced Planning Documents platform helps state agencies streamline the creation, submission, review, and approval of the documents used to request IT grant funding from CMS. CMS worked with GSA's 18F organization for two-plus years to develop the EAPD. Now CMS is rolling out the EAPD product to new systems, including the Medicaid Management Information System. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Intelligence agencies want to make technology more accessible for their employees with disabilities. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. 
spy agencies are getting serious about new IT accessibility standards. The intelligence community hasn't had to comply with federal technology accessibility requirements due to an exception in the law for classified systems. But Jennifer Crone, the deputy chief information officer at the National Security Agency, says that's no longer an excuse. NSA has said that's not how we're going to do it. We are going to be compliant and we have strong support from across the entire IC from the leadership on down now to make sure that we're baking in our accessibility from the beginning the same way that we've learned to do for security. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Justice Department says states can't sue Postal Service employees for delivering abortion medication. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. USPS can continue to deliver prescription abortion medications nationwide without its employees facing legal action in states that have restricted access to abortion. USPS General Counsel sought a legal opinion from DOJ after the Supreme Court in June 2022 overturned Roe v. Wade, which guaranteed a federal right to have an abortion. USPS says individuals are responsible for complying with all statutes and regulations when mailing packages. DOJ last fall issued a similar legal opinion protecting employees at the Department of Veterans Affairs who are authorized to perform abortions under limited circumstances. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Leaders at the Office of Personnel Management try to find better ways to support their hybrid workforce. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. OPM is using polling questions during staff meetings to try to fully engage both in-person and virtual attendees. And those poll questions will likely lead to bigger changes for the agency's workforce. For example, OPM's chief information officer used the polls to find out which types of soft skills training courses the staff most wanted. Based on those results, OPM plans to make the highest ranked training course available to employees later this year. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Defense Department remains under pressure to improve access to pharmacies in rural areas, including those locally owned under TRICARE. Seeking a remedy to the situation, Senator James Lankford wrote his third letter since September to the Defense Health Agency and its industry partners under the TRICARE Pharmacy Program contract, known as T-Farm 5. The Oklahoma Republican says while he appreciates DHA reopening access for some of the 15,000 pharmacies initially excluded, the providers are faced with a no-win situation. Lankford says the pharmacies were overwhelmingly offered non-negotiable contracts with reimbursement rates far below cost that would have resulted in significant financial losses for nearly every prescription filled. He wants answers from DHA and its partners to six questions by January 20th. A new Help Wanted sign has gone up at the Office of Personnel Management. The agency is looking for a deputy associate director to help lead the work on federal executive boards, or FEBs. Staff members at the 28 FEBs across the country help coordinate and communicate information among local federal offices, particularly during emergencies. The FEB network also collaborates on common federal management challenges, such as the hiring process. The new FEB lead will be tasked with developing long-term strategies for FEBs. The State Department is taking a new step to connect emerging technology to its diplomatic mission. The department's new Office of the Special Envoy for Critical and Emerging Technology is now officially up and running. The department has named Seth Center as Deputy Envoy to build out the office's capabilities. The Special Envoy's office is focused on developing State Department expertise in biotechnology, advanced computing, artificial intelligence, and quantum information technologies. 
Melancy Harris will serve as the Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, having been sworn in on January 3rd. Harris previously served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Irregular Warfare and Counterterrorism in the Office of the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Special Operations and Low-Intensity Conflict. In addition to her private sector experience, Harris brings 15 years of government service to the job, mostly focusing on foreign policy, counterterrorism, and intelligence. She began her career in intelligence, serving in analytic roles at the Defense Intelligence Agency and the National Counterterrorism Center. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, January 5th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. Another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary.